1: Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leverage Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, You have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three P's, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced profit-first strategies, and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. Most episodes of the podcast also feature segments with the world's most prolific author on entrepreneurship, the author of Profit First, The Pumpkin Plan, Surge, Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, Clockwork, and his newest book, Fix This Next, Mike Michalowitz. On today's episode, we are going to hit up your second to last step in your Profit First implementation, step number 11 celebrating Profit First at the end of every quarter with a profit distribution. Yes, at the end of every quarter, it's time to celebrate by taking your profit distributions. At the end of the quarter, you will check the balance in your Profit Hold account and then, well, Mike, why don't you explain it all to our Profit First Nation entrepreneurial friends?
0: Yeah, and the rule of thumb is... We take out 50% of that profit account to uh, distribute to shareholders. Now, I say rule of thumb is you may work with a profit-first professional and get guidance on uh, adjusting those percentages, but typically it's 50%. And there's a benefit to that number in that, say, $1,000 has accumulated in the profit account for this quarter total. I take out 50%, that's 500 for me, the shareholder, and then 500 that remains in the bank. Now, that five hundred that came out, that gets distributed based upon equity uh, having the business. So, say I own 70 percent, and someone else owns thirty percent. Well, I get three hundred and fifty dollars, and that other person would get the one the thirty percent, which is one hundred and fifty. The money that stays in uh, the business is called cash equity. So, your cash equity has just enhanced by five hundred, and you got a bonus based upon your profit distribution that you can use it for anything that you so desire, as long as it's a reward for the shareholder. In other words, here's what you can't do. You can't return that money to the business. It's, you do never plow back or push back. And I'll tell you, I get jacked up at events when people are like, oh, I plow back money. Danielle, I had this one entrepreneur come up to me and they, they, I did my first presentation. It was a big, big group for me, it was like about 1,000 people. And, uh, people are coming up and this one woman comes up, uh, entrepreneur and just she had this kind of, you know, um, confidence to her. And she's like, I enjoyed your presentation, but I don't need it. And I said, Oh, that's great. I said, I said, why don't you need it? She's like, we posted a 28% profit last year. I'm like, wow. I said, I don't know much about your business, but that's a healthy profit. I would keep doing what you're doing. Um, I wouldn't use the profit first system. And, and an important point is. If you're achieving the numbers that you thirst and desire, don't, don't fix something that's not broke. But then I asked her a question. I said, you know, before I let you go here, um, what'd you do with that profit? Like, how'd you celebrate? And she goes, um, you know, we plowed it back in the business. And, and when I hear that, like this evil grin comes over me, the horns come out. I'm like, you plowed it back to the business. I'm like, do you mean you, you spent it? She goes, yeah, we, we, we use it as expenses. We, uh, we, we got more advertising from that profit. I'm like, that's not a profit. That's an expense. Here's the clear delineation. If the money goes to the shareholder and is retained for the share by the shareholder, that is the only form of a profit distribution. If the money is used by the business for any kind of cost, it is an expense. It's literally that clear. Now she had it maybe in a accounting profit bucket, but they spent the money. The analogy is this, Enron was very profitable until the day they closed the doors. Like they they shuttered the doors because they had zero cash, no money, were committing crime, but they were profitable on an accounting basis. Profit First is not concerned with accounting. It is a cash management system that works in conjunction with your accounting, but accounting, listen, you can call your accountant today And say, hey, I have an opportunity to sell my business. Can you make me look good? Or you can call that same accountant today and tell her, hey, uh, taxes coming, coming around. Can you make my business look bad? And she'll be able to change the way your business looks in those two scenarios with the exact same data. So accounting has its purposes, but it doesn't speak to profitability. Don't be fooled by this concept of plowing back or reinvesting money in your business. That is a lie. You're not plowing it back or reinvesting it. It never left the business. It's always been an expense. You have a problem in your business. You are not on a cash profit basis. We got to fix that. So that's my horns. are going back in now. I get jacked up over that. The idea of profit in the truest entrepreneurial sense is a cash distribution to shareholders. So 50% comes out. You reward yourself with it and you define what reward is. It could be paying off personal debt, or maybe it's going on vacation, or maybe it's saving for college or retirement, whatever. But use the money in the way that serves you as a shareholder. What happens the next quarter is more money will be contributed. And let's say we have a flat business, meaning revenue is not growing, the contribution stays the same. I add $1,000 like I did the prior quarter to the profit account. Well, the cumulative now is $1,500. So when I do this 50-50, I'm not taking 500 out this time. It's 750 coming out to the shareholders and 750 staying. So my cash equity in my business is strengthening and the distribution is getting larger. And we can do this iteratively. It'll keep on expanding over time until a certain point where it starts capping off. There's just a mathematical kind of phenomenon that happens. But if you start growing your business quarter in and quarter out, the profit will always grow. So your cash reservoir in the business strengthens. And the power with that is sometimes emergencies do happen. Sometimes a COVID pandemic comes and an unexpected situation happens. Try going to a bank then and saying, hey, I, I need a, a loan. Not, not a government-backed free grant loan like may have happened during this COVID crisis and they're still trying to figure out how that money's working. But I'm saying like try to borrow money when you desperately need it. You can't. But when you have your own reserve there, there's an opportunity to use that that profit. In those extreme circumstances, we do break the rule of using profit only, you know, for shareholder benefit. Sometimes you can, be, you have to be your own bank, and now you are. But I'll tell you, the bigger benefit that people don't talk about is uh, your valuation for your business. Businesses that consistently grow and retain cash are really hot items. Like a buyer wants that. Could you imagine going to someone and say, "Listen, if you buy my company, every quarter." quarter in, quarter out, there'll be more money growing in the business that you can take out at your whim. Oh, and I have proof of this because I've done it for the last 20 quarters or whatever. That will that makes buyers really interested. So that profit account, it's actually going to serve two things. Owner benefit and profit distributions, cash equity strength, and, uh, and it puts such a, a powerful habit in to your business of always putting profit first.
1: Woohoo! you're profitable and you have cold, hard cash in the bank to correlate to your profitability. Now, this is basic profit first quarterly profit distribution. If you have debt, then that is where 99% of your quarterly profit distributions go until you have zero debt. When you have business debt, 99% of your quarterly profit distribution goes to paying down the principal on your debt. The servicing of your debt, aka the minimum monthly payments, are operating expenses. Additionally, we recommend using Dave Ramsey's debt snowball strategy to pay down your debt. The debt snowball is simple and straightforward. Stack your debts smallest to largest, that's smallest to largest, and pay off the smallest debt first, regardless of interest rates. Once your business debt is totally paid off, don't screw it up. Start banking on yourself. Keep 50% of your quarterly profit hold balance in a vault account so you don't need to borrow money from the bank. You will be banking on yourself because you will have the cash on hand. If you have made it to step 11 here with us, walking you through the prior 10 steps to implementing Profit First, and you still have not implemented it, then, my entrepreneurial friend, I highly recommend you connect with a certified Profit First professional, bookkeeper, accountant, or coach to help you get Profit First implemented ASAP. Yes, you can totally do this on your own, but If you have yet to implement it, then maybe some additional Profit First expertise and guidance, or dare I say accountability and handholding, will tee you up to get Profit First implemented before the eve of 2021. Don't you want 2021 to be your most profitable year yet? Yes, Virginia, there not only is a Santa Claus, but there are also bookkeepers, accountants, and coaches in this world with the heart of a teacher ready to serve you and your business with their certified Profit First knowledge, skills, and experience. Just visit ProfitFirstNation.com and click on connect to connect with one of my fellow certified Profit First professional peeps. And now, if you need some added inspiration to get Profit First implemented, let's grant that wish now. Today, we have a special Profit First Nation inspiration guest, Todd Birch, the owner and president of Evolve Marketing, but better known as the perfectionist in his organization. Todd and his firm are leaders and award winners in the web design industry. Todd is a true entrepreneur with a passion to serve. In addition to being a perfectionist, he is an author, board member, educator, lecturer, and speaks regularly throughout the Ohio Valley region on various web-related topics. And he is here today to share his Profit First Nation inspiration story with y'all. So let's just start. How did you initially hear about Profit First?
2: Well, my business coach and fractional CFO, Matt Soulful, uh we were having a meeting, a business meeting one morning, and he came in rather excited, I must say. I recall that moment. And he had just came back from, I believe, the Profit First uh, integration meeting, our initiation, and he presented the idea to me. Uh, we sat down, and he walked me through it. It was pretty simple. And we went from there.
1: Now, did you read the book or did you just go off of Matt's guidance as a Profit First professional?
2: I solely went off his guidance. Uh, I have a stack of books on my desk that I would love to get to. Uh, profit First is one of them, but I, I didn't feel that uh, I needed to at that time. I would love to, though.
1: So how long ago did you implement Profit First.
2: It's been about two years now.
1: Awesome. And how long did it take you to complete step number one getting your butt to the bank to open those core accounts?
2: Oh that we did that within a month. Awesome I mean, once well, yeah once Matts introduced the idea to me, I was on board. there was there was no time for due diligence or questions. It just totally made sense to me. So we went right to the bank which is literally around the corner and we got the ball rolling.
1: And when do you do your allocations in your company?
2: We do those twice a month. And those are primarily based off of our client payments, how how they come in.
1: And have you started to hit your target allocation percentage? Or are you guys still working towards hitting your target allocation percentages?
2: No, we got there. So in about six quarters, we got to our our target percentage. And obviously, we're still tweaking them as... You know, the business evolves uh, and things change throughout the year. But but yeah, we, we got there, I guess, rather quickly. I, I didn't really have a benchmark to go against. but
1: You're like a, a textbook case study. <laughs> it takes four to eight quarters, um, six quarters okay. on average. So like right there, um, the textbook average. And awesome. um, did you decrease expenses as part of your profit first journey to reaching your target allocation percentages?
2: Yeah, I'd say we we did in in general. Um, you know, uh, we didn't have a, you know a specific number in mind, but you know, as we've went through the process, we have we have decreased expenses.
1: And did you increase your price or margin as part of your profit first journey?
2: Uh, I don't know that I could say that through profit first, we've done that. Uh, certainly. You know, this this tool, this program has allowed has allowed me to look very closely at all facets of the business, um, but I, I don't know that I could say a direct result would, would be increasing, you know, our prices or our rates or our margins, but certainly indirectly, you know, it, it will have an impact on our business for sure.
1: And what would you tell someone who's on the fence or who feels that the time is just not right to implement profit first?
2: I would say get off the fence right now. Um, there's no time like the present. Uh, there's no risk, really. It's all about reward. Uh, it's, it's a simple process when you think about it. Um, and it works. So I, to me, I would say do it. What are you waiting for?
1: And did you have any, any reservations about going all in on Profit First?
2: I did not. I did not. Um, you know, I, re- I rely pretty heavily on, you know, my experts, uh, my, my people, my leadership team, and even my, my fractional folks like Matt, my fractional CFO. Uh, I also do my due diligence. But this just made sense. Um, the way that it's set up. There was nothing but benefits and rewards. So to me, you know, I look at the risk, the time. Uh, being a small business, you know, we're flexible. Um, you know, I'm the sole proprietor, so I can make decisions rather quickly and get going and and try it out. At the very least, if it didn't work out, we can go back to our one account.
1: But but your multiple accounts are working out for you, and so you definitely have the f- the the core accounts. Have you added any additional sort of like specialty accounts or do you just have the, the basic five accounts plus your profit hold and tax hold accounts?
2: Yeah, we actually have eight accounts right now. I just checked uh, before we got on the call. So so we have the core accounts and obviously we've had those from the get go. And as you know, new things come along, right, it's a long year. Um, a lot of things happen within a year. And, you know, as we can plan for certain things, um, I'll give you a, an example. We were going to have a open house this year. Uh, COVID had different plans for us, but uh, we were going to have an open house. So obviously there were going to be, you know, some decent expenses that would come along with that event. So we created a bucket for it and just started stashing money away. So to me, it's, it's sight unseen. That money's just gone. I don't have to think about it. And then when I'm ready to to pull the trigger or have the event, it's there. And that's the beauty of it.
1: That is awesome. Do you have a story to share on how you've celebrated with one of your quarterly profit first profit distributions?
2: Um, I don't know that I I do have a celebration. Um, I, I don't know that I have a celebration like that, per se. For me, it's all about Right. It's about your work love language. For me, it's always about success and growth within the company. So I always put my people first. Um, so what's nice is when you come to your end, right, as we're approaching right now, um, to have that bucket set aside for profits uh, and or for employee bonuses. You don't even have to think about it. You have that money set aside. It's there. And if you know you end up with good results for the year, then you have that money that you can distribute to the team. And hopefully I'll be a part of that. Um, But yeah, there's, there's a lot of, a a lot of nice things that that come along with that. I'll share one story of kind of a bad experience that I had prior to profit first, which was one of the main reasons why I jumped right in Uh, early on in the business. We're going into our our 12th year. Now I started in 2009. Um, I had, been working with somebody that recommended, you know, this accountant and, uh, you know, they were fine. I didn't, I didn't know what to look for, right. Good or bad. And so I think this was the second year in and we get towards end of year and I get an email from them that I owe, I think it was 20 or $30,000 in taxes. Uh, I literally fell off my chair, right. Who wouldn't I'm a small business. I have one bucket, right. One account, and where am I going to pull this cash from? Uh, there was no planning. I had no idea that this was coming. And um, that was very disappointing and eye-opening. So, you know, reverse back to a couple of years ago when Matt presented this idea of profit first to me. And I thought back to that bad experience I had. I said, wow, really? We can have a tax bucket, an account that just takes that percentage and it's gone. So here we are, We've been having multiple meetings as we get really close to year end, and we're starting tax preparation, and that money's there. So it gives me peace of mind. As a business owner, I think that's the one thing we want is to be able to sleep at night and have some peace of mind, just knowing that your accounts are in a good place, that you have the money set aside, that everything will be paid, uh, including you know, your employees, their salaries and you're good to go. So that, that's my celebration is being able to sleep at night, have that peace of mind, and knowing that I'm not going to have this big surprise someday that I owe all this money. Uh, that, that's, that's the win for me.
1: Amen, and cheers to that. Thank you so much for sharing your Profit First Nation journey. It's a true inspirational story to everyone in Profit First Nation. To connect with Todd and his team, visit evolvemarketingteam.com. That's evolvemarketingteam.com. So Todd has an interesting Profit First Nation inspiration. He never read the book, and he actually went on the advice of his certified Profit First professional, who also served as a fractional CFO in his organization to implement Profit First with him and for him. And what's also really cool about what we didn't capture um, during our recording when I talked to Todd was the fact that he's he's really a creative at heart. He's a digital marketing expert and um, loves the creative side of things and never thought himself to be a math guy, a numbers guy, a finance guy, but um, you know marvels at How simple and easy profit first is for anyone, whether you consider yourself not a numbers guy or you're too creative to be a finance guy. It's fifth grade math and anyone can do it. And there's no reason why you, my entrepreneurial friend, should not have already implemented profit first. So let's get that going ASAP, the countdown to 2021 has officially started. Let's get this done now. For show notes and cool, exclusive Profit First resources, including your complimentary allocation day calculator, please visit ProfitFirstNation.com and click on resources. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. Hey, did you
0: subscribe yet? I mean, you listen to the show, but did you subscribe? You can binge this shit. Subscribe right now.
1: Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.